So we're turning to our lesson from scripture for this morning. We're going to be uh, thinking about, praying about, working through God's call on our lives individually and our God's call on our life as a congregation in these uh, coming months. So I thought we would look at uh, the call of the disciples. This morning we're hearing just a few short verses from the Gospel of Mark. Uh, it is the shortest gospel. It is uh, understood to be the first written of the four gospels. It begins not with the birth of Jesus, but rather with his baptism. And much happens in the very first chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Uh, we hear about the arrival of uh, John the Baptist. Uh, we hear about uh, the baptism of Jesus in just three short verses. And then Jesus' temptation in the wilderness in two verses. Then we hear in Mark uh, chapter 1, verse 14, Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. And then the gospel lesson for this morning, beginning with verse 16. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little further, Jesus saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat mending nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men, and they followed Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Ah, oh God, we give you thanks that there were those so long ago who answered Jesus' call to follow. Open open us, our eyes, our ears, our hearts, our spirits, all in order that we might too might answer the call to follow. Amen. The first three Gospels in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all tell about the call of the first four disciples in the same way. Jesus is walking along the Sea of Galilee. He sees two fishermen, Peter and Andrew, and he calls to them, follow me and I will make you fish for people. You know, in the day gone by where he said, I will make you fishers of men, um, fish for people. And we're told immediately, immediately they followed him. And I think, okay, good for them. <laughs> they courageously took the leap of faith. And Jesus walks on a little further and he sees two more brothers, James and John, and they're mending their nets. And he calls to them, and they also drop what they're doing and they follow Jesus. But about these two brothers, we find out something else. They weren't fishing alone. They were fishing with their father, Zebedee. And when they left with Jesus, we're told here they left their father, Zebedee, with the hired hands still in the fishing business. So Andrew and Peter... James and John were all called to something, to someone, Jesus. And in that call, 
they were also called away from something else. Hmm. Important. Sometimes this is hard for us to take in, this idea of prioritizing time, energy, talent, resources, call. It's humbling. It's humbling to uh, accept that a core of our human experience is to realize and accept that we have limits, that we can't do everything, even when the everything is all good. Even when the everything is all good, we still can't do it. James and John in the fishing business with their father Zebedee, honorable and meaningful profession. But in that moment, and for that time, and they didn't know that that Jesus' earthly ministry was going to be about three years long. So they weren't, they weren't away forever. But in that moment, their call took them off with Jesus and it called them away from who they had previously been, what they had previously been doing. And in this story, away from this uh, work that they were part of, this profession. This is, this is a dramatic call. And to this day, there are still people who answer this kind of call, this call to leave everything you've been doing, to drop what's um, before you and, and head off, whether it to be to places or professions or to service or to volunteer work that is unknown, but you feel called to. For the rest of us, and I do think this is the most of us, Christ's call in our lives is much more ordinary. The call to care for others, ourselves, and creation in a Christ-like manner, day to day. To meet the needs in our families, and our communities, our world, in a Christ-like way. But even in these ordinary days and ordinary ways when we say yes, there is most often a no to something else. A call away from something. In this past month, I've had a considerable amount of time to reflect on my own life. Uh, that was, uh, again, part of the reason that I requested and was approved this leave. And again, I'm very thankful for that. Was to uh, look at where I am now in my life, to pray through that and, and to think back and pray with where I have been. It's amazing to me that uh, I became, and many of you know this story, I became part of Stone Church in 1980. This is my 42nd year here. Um, I graduated from Allegheny and was hired at the outreach, as the outreach worker at Fairview Fairmont. I was the rec room lady. Um, I joined the church. I taught uh, kindergarten Sunday school class. I taught adult class. I was the chairperson of um, outreach and, and missions. I did all kinds of things. And then, oh, wait, and I was the director of the soup kitchen for a short amount of time. But something happened in my life, which was over 10 years, I got married and had four kids. <laughs> right? And so there were these other calls on, there were these other calls on my life. And then in 1991, I had a call to go to seminary. And this congregation, the Staff Parish Relations Committee, here in Miller Parlor, approved me to be a candidate for ordained ministry. 
And I distinctly remember a meeting I had with Reverend Dick Hawk, who was the pastor at the time, and said, uh, Pastor Hawk, if I am going to go to seminary full time and still raise my kids, and I'm going to have to step away from my other work here at the church. I'm going to have to let go. I'm being called away from the work I'm doing here for a time. For a time. So those uh, four years unfolded. I went to seminary. I was ordained. And I began serving two churches, Little Cooley and New Richmond, out in 77. I was there for eight years. That was a whole other call then. And my family adjusted. And my new work and my new ministry. It's not... Um, these are not those kind of calls that are like, and I ended up in Zimbabwe, you know? Or I ended up in a homeless ministry. No, I, I ended up continuing to serve in this Meadville community, in churches, in ministry with all of you, called to something and called away from something along the way at different times. It's a pattern of discernment. I've been so excited here when I came back on uh, Thursday and I met with Cindy Bland and we, we talked about the unfolding ministry here in the fall. How many of you have answered the call, literally answered a call, to be in part of ministry with our children's uh, Sunday morning children's church and, um, and Sunday school? I know that when you answer that call, that means you're probably going to have to, you know, it takes time, and it takes energy, and there may be something that you have to leave behind a little bit. I hear responses from people in this congregation. I've had wonderful conversations with people about what you're doing, not just in this church and in this body for ministry, but what you care about, where the Lord's work is outside of this place, whether it be with Shriners or political work or activism or care for creation or community work. It's incredible. God is calling us to something else. And, and our work together, our work together both individually and collectively is about discerning where we're called to and what we're called away from. I hope over these next few months that you will uh, carefully and prayerfully consider being part of the, for, for adults, being part of the Sunday school class that Reverend Jane Ellen is going to lead to help us understand what's happening in our denomination and what that means for Stone Church, hmm. what we're called to, and maybe what we're called away from. Who knows, right? We are in this together. This time apart has given me some perspective on limits and possibilities, on discernment individually and collectively, to remember that even like those first disciples when they said, yes, I will go, it wasn't forever that they would always follow Jesus, yes, but not in that discipleship way they did for these three years. We don't know what the rest of their story was if they returned home to be fishermen, James and John. But we know that Christ's call on their life continued. So let's begin this new season together, recognizing that we are called to and called away and that Jesus the Christ is always with us.